Today We are blessed when we're free people. We were made to be free people. And that is when we thrive. Um, but freedom doesn't always mean freedom from. Definitely, we want freedom from oppression. But we also want freedom to. And uh, there's a lots of freedom that freedom from that we need. We need freedom from sickness and disease. We need freedom from bondage. We need freedom from addictions. We need freedom from depression and pick a card, poverty, uh, racism, sexism, all the isms, right? Uh, we need freedom from all the negative stuff, but we need freedom too. Uh, which is so important. And the, the, the biggest freedom that we need to is the freedom to love and be loved. That's how we're wired, right? If you're made in the image and likeness of God, you're made in the image and likeness of love with the commandment of love, a new commandment I give to you that you love as I, one another, as I have loved you. And that is when it's heaven on earth. That is when we're really free, when we're free to be ourselves. But love looks like something. So being free to love looks like something. Being free to be loved looks like uh, something. And when when people aren't tracking with their original design, that is when we are in the most bondage. You know, when you think of people that are strung out on drugs, well, I mean, ultimately our greatest need uh, is to love and be loved. And when that went amok with abuse or abandonment, rejection, all that kind of stuff, um, people do all sorts of crazy things and it gets more crazy and more crazy and more crazy because we're not tracking with our original design and we're not empowered to be anything but who we are. And so we are oppressed. And we are in bondage. And, you know, uh, so given the fact that, you know, we're the spirit of the Lord, there is freedom. Why, why do you think that is? Well, number one, God is love. <laughs> and love wants free kids. He wants happy kids, right? Um, and he empowers uh, free and happy kids who are authentically themselves. You know, when you're yourself, you don't have to try to be yourself. Now, sometimes learning how to be authentically you takes a lot of energy because you have all these false programs and false expectations, and maybe you've been hurt, right? Hence the bondage. <laughs> so you don't feel free to be yourself. Maybe when you showed up as yourself, broken people rejected you. They abandoned you. They abused you. They molested you. They stole from you. They pick a card, any card, right? And so, uh, that is when, you know, we are, we, we hurt and, and we're acting out of a place of bondage. So it's not just, um, uh, freedom from these things, but it's a freedom to, and I, I like to do both. And, and with that, 
uh, God uniquely empowers us. So let, let's start to unpack some of these things. Uh, probably the first scripture that pops up for most people is Galatians 5.1. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Uh, therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. What Paul was talking about here uh, is uh, not putting yourself under the law under under the law of Moses. We're under we're under the law. We're under the law of love. We're under the law of freedom in Christ Jesus. We're under the law of Christ, which is the law of love. Um, but we're not under the law of Moses trying to earn righteousness, right? We're, we're, we're getting our hearts healed because we are righteous. And when we're healed, we act in righteous manners, uh, ways of being that are lovely and that are free. And one of the things, you know, it's really interesting. If you think of where the, where, um, the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Well, think about what, um, what, being under the spirit or the spirit looks like, well, there's fruit of the spirit, right? We've heard this. A lot of you have been to Sunday school. You know this better than me, <laughs> but let's talk about it because from this perspective, it really means something, right? It's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. When you're operating with that fruit, that's where you are actually truly looking like yourself. And the first fruit is love, right? Yay. Um, and, you know, we can go to first Corinthians and talk about, you know, what does that look like? And I may, I don't know. We'll just see how the spirit leads, but it, it looks like love because you're under the law of love and there's going to be the fruit of love. And so when I love you, uh, I use my freedoms to bless you, but I don't allow you to encroach on my freedom. So when I love you and I also love me, I don't use my freedoms in ways that are going to harm you, that are mm, selfish because love is other giving love. So I don't use that. I, and so, which means a lot of the time I'm going to be operating as the fruit of the spirit where there's freedom uh, not, not just as the fruit of love, but that specifically expressed as self-control. So when I disagree with you, um, I'm not going to get ugly. I'm not going to reject you. I'm not going to abandon you. I'm not going to accuse you. I'm not going to, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. And, you know, we kind of live in a touchy, touchy times. We're like so touchy. Oh my God, we're touchy. I mean, one of the things, the times when I drive myself crazy, doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen, right? Yeah, I'm still work in progress. Yay, I'm still being informed of the image of Christ when I arrive. I will let you know, um, is when I am touchy. I hate that. And I have to spend some time with Jesus to get untouchy again, because love is not touchy. Love is not mm, easily offended. And when I'm easily offended and I'm keeping records of wrongs, what am I doing? I am operating in a place that's not who I really am. And I'm not operating with the fruit of love, in which case I am in bondage and I'm not free. So that would mean um, I operate with the fruit of self-control. Like I may want to knock someone's block off. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? And, you know, I mean, but I'm, I'm not going to do it. Why? That's not lovely. And it's not because I'm afraid of looking bad. Okay. No, it's because that's not who I am. And I am empowered to operate in that fruit of love where I'm showing self-control, right? Self-control. So like if it comes into my brain, it doesn't necessarily come out of my mouth. Now there are times when I really blow it. I blew it so bad. What was it? Yesterday morning. I so bad. I lost it. I had to go to my husband. I was like, oh my God, that was so ugly. I'm so sorry, honey. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you really kind of blew it. I so did. My God, help me. And he is. Isn't that great? So we can retreat back to the place of who we are when we blow it, right? And when we're not acting out of freedom, and we're not acting out of love and we can repent, we can clean up our mess and then we can move on. So let's talk about that. So not being under the law of Moses doesn't mean we're not under a law. Freedom doesn't mean there being no laws. Freedom means that you're under the law that brings life. That's the law of love. That's a law of freedom in Christ Jesus. That's a law of Christ who is love. Okay. We're under these laws and this is where we flourish because can you imagine what the world will be like when, oh my goodness, under the empowerment through Jesus Christ, who is redeeming all things, right? Drawing all things to himself and all people to himself. You know, I'm sorry, but a government program's not going to do it. Um, I don't know what else man-made is going to do. Man-made is not going to do it. But um, a God who loved us and gave himself up for us and is convicting us of righteousness, where we're righteous. And in righteousness, we love as he loves, empowered by him, so that we're free people. We're free to love and be loved, right? Um, what is that going to be like? So if I operate out of that, and you operate out of that and we come together. Oh my goodness, isn't it heaven on earth? And you see your brothers and sisters and you fall in love with them. Why? Because they're lovely, right? And then, and you pull that loveliness out of them because that's who they really are, right? And even the brothers and sisters that maybe are not tracking with Christianity or whatever, but they're still brothers and sisters. Why? Because they're all children of God, which means we're brothers and sisters. Okay. So we don't re reject each other according to really anything. <laughs> right. But we do call each other up, right. Into the freedom that looks like love. <clears throat> Let's go to um, Romans eight twenty. 20. Uh, it says uh, that creation is groaning. For the manifestation of the sons of God, the daughters of God. So creation is groaning. Has anybody noticed? Like, let me just ask you, as you, as part of creation, have you done any groaning recently? Yes, I was, I've been groaning late. I mean, just honest, you know, just going through stuff. And, and I was like, I'm so whiny right now. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and then I, I need the Lord to minister to me so I can be who I am, so I can be free, right? It says, uh, verse 20, for creation was subject to futility, that is bondage, right? Not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in the hope that creation itself also will be set free from its slavery 
to corruption and the freedom of the glory of the children of God. So you manifesting or being unveiled or revealed in increasing measure uh, as a son and daughter of God who is free because the spirit of God is in you and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is, let me think, oh yeah, freedom, <laughs> right? So you're being unveiled in this glorious freedom, in this glorious glory, okay? Um, and creation is released from its bondage. So you know what? You get this synergy. I think sometimes we look around and it's like dark, 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 and this is dark and this is bad. And we have whining contests. <laughs> okay. Um, and all of that groaning contests, right? But then what happens is when we start to look at the right things, we're unveiled as sons and daughters of God, as free sons and daughters of God that can love and be loved, operating in self-control, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, right? Self-control, faithfulness. I probably missed one or two. Whatever. Love me anyway. Okay. So uh, as that is unveiled, right, we are released into this glorious freedom. And then synergistically, creation is released. So it's ping, ping, ping. How do you think the Lord is redeeming all things, drawing all things to himself because dark, 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 war, 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 COVID, COVID, politics, politics, racial tensions, gender tensions, pick a card, any card, right? And, you know, I mean, people are hurting. My God, people are hurting. And so how does God do this? Well, he's working it from the inside out. That's where your hope is. You know, so when I it's kind of in my cranky phase, just being real here. <laughs> um, I, I, I was like, I talked to my husband, you know, he's great. Um, it helps sort of me adjust perspective, but I really go inside. I'm like the Lord, I don't know what my deal is, but I just, you're going to help me. Thank you for helping me with my deal. <laughs> and he does, which takes us, um, let's see, where's the one? Oh, which takes us to my next happy verse. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 3. Uh, we'll start at verse 16. It says, but whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Let me give you some context. This veil is the veil that the law was, the veil on the human heart. When we fall under a law, not the law of liberty, not the law of love, but the law of Moses. And let me just say, this is not just a Christian flavor. I think it's particularly bad when it's a Christian flavor because we're misrepresenting the person who actually brings freedom. Okay. Right. The source of freedom, the source of love, the source of light and life. Okay. So I think that's particularly bad, but you know, this can happen, um, in anything. I grew up with this and I wasn't brought up a Christian, but man, was I brought up under a law of condemnation that brought death. Okay. And so, you know, it's a human problem is what I'm saying. Um, it says, but now the Lord is a spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Yahoo. We talked about this. Um, but okay. So next verse, so happy. Um, but we all with unveiled faces, looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord are being transformed or you can word use the word transfigured 
into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the the Lord, the spirit. Now, let me unpack this a little bit so we can like digest a little bit. Um, so, um, how, how does this happen? Well, when we're talking about turning to the Lord, we're not just talking about, okay, I'm a sinner. I'm going to say a sinner's prayer. Okay. Let me say this. Whenever you function in something less than who you are, um, that is sinning. It's, it's a mistaken identity. It's not who you are. And it's, and then there's crappy behavior. So like the other day when I had some crappy behavior, I'm like, this is so not who I am. I know this is not, and I'm just doing it anyway. There it is. (laughs) Apparently I need some help. Oh, thank God I have a helper. Right. So what did I do? Well, I didn't say the sinner's prayer again, because number one, I'm not a sinner. But what I did do is as I turned to the Lord, I'm like, Lord, I need help. You need to help me. I'm just, my behavior's bad. I'm stinky right now. Help me. Um, and I was turning to the Lord. And so this veil that was veiling my heart, this veil of condemnation, this veil of, uh, of this fallen way of being, right? Was taken away. And I'm looking at the Lord in, in, in myself. Okay. The Christ in us, the hope of glory. And I'm talking to him. He was so sweet. My God, he's so merciful and kind. God is so lovely. Oh my God. You might just have to fall in love with him all over again. Um, with unveiled faces. So you're like, honey, let me just take this away and let's take that shame away and just forgive yourself already. Clean up your mess. Yeah. You really do need to do that because you really blew it. Clean up your mess. Okay. Receive your forgiveness. Okay. Now turn to me and I'm going to help you here because you know what? This came from a place of pain, right? And so, but we all with unveiled faces looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord. Why is that in a mirror? Why? Because we're looking at God, at the reflection of God, our reflection of God in the mirror. Now we're not God. We're not, it's not, we're not confused, but we are sons and daughters of God. We are a little G God. He's the big G God. We didn't create ourselves. We're this little G God, but we are his sons and daughters. And so we're looking at him as a mirror. We're in his image reflecting. We bear his image, reflecting his likeness in our flavor. And as we're seeing him as he really is, oh my God, so lovely. He unveils us as who we are. So lovely. And this brings us freedom. This brings us freedom, right? But we all with unso, so get the connection when everyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord, where the Lord is the spirit, where the now the Lord is a spirit where the spirit of the Lord is. There is freedom, freedom. Yay. And then he's unveiling us at, at his image and likeness in the image and likeness of love and being transfigured from glory to glory to glory. Right. And this is where we're released from our bondage and creation is released from its bondage. So this is why we need to come together. This is why we link arms. This is why we agree on the big things. No, politically, we're going to be all over the map. Okay. You know, mass, no mass, COVID shot, no COVID shot. (laughs) You know, I mean, I'm just to be honest. I don't agree with myself half the time. So I mean, trying to get like, us to agree at a restaurant, what, what restaurant we're going to go to eat. I mean, we just don't agree. We just have issues. Okay. But now, um, but we can agree on the person 
of love. We can agree on love and intrinsic. We know there is a God. And I know other people that say there is a God. And I'm just saying, you guys are just on crack. You just, just, you're just blind. It's okay. We love you anyway. No condemnation, but this is not helping you. It's not helping you. Okay. And that's okay. We let people go through their process, but we got the person who is love, who loved us, who came to serve us and who gave, came to set us free. You know, God so loved his kids that are so lost in darkness, bondage, blindness, right? Delusion, all of this. He's like, yeah, I'm going to dive into that hell hole <laughs> because I'm not going to leave my kids down there. So I'm, I'm, you're, you're, yeah, you're making your bed in the midst of hell. Look at that. Yeah, there you are. Boy, that's, yeah, that really, that sucks. Let me, I'm right there with you. <laughs> right? That's where we need it. When we're in our hell, when we're in our bondage, when we're in our addictions, when we think we're right, we're deluded. Okay. That's when we need God and we can agree on this God of love. And rally around that and let everything else kind of settle out where it settles out. Um, with our freedoms, uh, it's really important that we, um, we handle them in such a way that we don't step on someone else's freedom. So if I'm like, is, uh, insisting on my freedoms, which is good. It's good. Right. That we don't step on someone else's freedoms. Because so our freedoms are not an excuse to step on someone else. And this is where it's really important to be led by your conscience, which means it's really important not to violate that conscience. If you violate your conscience, it's not there when you need it. <laughs> so keeping a clean conscience, which means, God, when you blow it, you own it. Um, you receive forgiveness. It's really important. You've already been forgiven. You forgive yourself. You clean up your mess. Uh, if you're still feeling guilty and condemned, you let the Lord cleanse that with his blood and you keep on trucking, but keep a short account. Um, uh, you know, uh, forgive and forgive yourself. Keep a short account and let peace be the umpire of your heart. Don't violate that. So your conscience is healthy. And then when you have a healthy conscience, you can follow that. And be led, well, so how do I operate in my freedoms, but not trample someone else's freedoms, right? Just because I can doesn't mean I should, okay? And I think sometimes um, we have gotten so much, well, I'm not going to let anybody tell me what to do. Well, that's probably good, but, but let, let the Lord lead you. Let peace lead you. Do not cast off restraint because you need it. You need, let me think. Oh yeah. And I need self-control. So Proverbs 29, 18 says, when there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keeps the law happy is he. Now, what does this mean? Well, we're not putting you back under law, Moses. Don't, don't do it. There's not freedom there, but there is a law of love that fulfills everything. And so when you're operating according to that, you will be free and you have a vision of something good and bigger than yourself that causes you to uh, restrain yourself, to operate in self-control. Just because I can doesn't mean I should. And if people like operate in that, you know what? Um, it used to be, I don't mean to be a, a jerk, but we used to call it manners. 
<laughs> like my like please and thank you and 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 acknowledging someone's presence in the room and not cutting them off and not butting in line and not f- flipping them the finger you know and i think sometimes we hide so much behind our technology that we don't have people face to face and people behave badly and this is not about looking good like whatever like let that you talk to the hand but it is about being who you are and as a free person, you are lovely. And out of that loveliness, you're patient, you're kind, you do not envy, you do not boast, you're not proud, you're not rude, not behaving unmannerly, keeping no records of wrongs. What a concept. <laughs> not delighting in the evil, but rejoicing in the truth, always protecting, always loving, always believing the best, always persevering. And ultimately never failing because that's who you really are. That's when you're free. But in that freedom, you love. You love. And um, and that means you handle it well. That means you can enjoy your freedoms without trampling on someone else. You know, and this whole concept of, well, I have to look out for me first. No, you don't. Now, I'm not saying don't look out for you. Um, love yourself, but that means you have boundaries, but also love other people, right? So this is where the law of love, which is the law of freedom in Christ Jesus, it leads us into how to handle ourselves. How do we handle ourselves, right? Um, let's see. Oh, this is so good. Uh, first Peter two, um, 16, it says act as free people. Cause guess what? You are baby, okay, right? And and do not use your freedom as a covering for evil. Because I said, just because you can doesn't mean you should, right? But use it as bond servants of God. What does that mean? That doesn't mean you're like you're in bondage to God, okay? No, that means because love served you, out of love you serve. You know, we serve people not because we gotta, um, if I love you, I will serve you. That's what love does. That's why God serves you, because he loves you. Um, honor all people. Let me think. Um, all means, all means all. Dang it. Love all, honor all people. Love the brotherhood. Well, let me just ask you, which human being Will you meet that's not a brother or sister? Think about it carefully. Okay. All brothers and sisters. Now, sometimes you honor people not because they're acting honorably, because you're honorable. Why? Because you're lovely, right? Fear God. That doesn't mean be afraid of him, but just like, oh my God, you're amazing. Uh, Like, you know, God, like, apart from you, I can do nothing. Okay. Help me. And he does. <laughs> Honor the king, right? So we act out of these ways. And this is what lovely free people do. And this is where we get along in a free society um, that we don't run amok. Because just because we can, we don't. Because why? Does it violate love? No. Well, then I'm going to, then I'm going to operate in that. Um, but if violates love, well, you know, my freedom, just because I can, doesn't mean I should. Why? 
because it violates love. And that's how free people um, enjoy the, the joy of their freedom, are able to keep their freedoms and are able to not use their freedoms in a way that violates love and abuses others. So let me see if there's anything else here. I got a lot of scriptures here. I can keep on going. Isn't it so good? Isn't this good? Don't you love the fact that we can be free people? This is an internal state. You know, how many people you can live in a free society, but internally you're in bondage? Well, you know what that is? That's a healing issue. And you know, that's good news. You know why? Because it's there to be healed. This is what God is doing, conforming us into the image and likeness of himself, who is love and the image and likeness of love. It's healing our hearts. So what doesn't look like love? Oh, that needs to be healed. Why? Because that's bondage. It's bondage to be anybody but who you are. And you are breathtaking. You are beautiful. You are powerful. You are lovely and you are free. Now be you, right? And you know, it's interesting. The Lord gives us a commandment. Well, he gives a lot of commandments, but I mean, basically it's all the law of love, but he says, be holy as I'm holy. Well, what does that mean? Well, be whole as I am whole, right? The root word for holy is whole, right? So be whole as I am whole, be holy as I am holy. And he empowers you to do that. Why? Because he's conforming you into the image of love, which is who you are, which brings freedom. See how that all goes together. It's just like, bring it. Oh my God, it's a God thing. <laughs> and you get to do it. This is your birthright. And so you get to be healed. You get to be whole. You get to be free. And you get to help others be holy, free, and loved, right? And wow. And you know what? Heaven invades earth. Hallelujah. And that is your birthright. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing for you today. And uh, let me hear from you. Have a fabulous day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit CatherineToon.com.